You're listening to episode number 365 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360 Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a twenty-four hour a day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? Wanna gamble? They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. So my 17-year-old nephew is coming to stay with us next week to experience Vegas as best as a 17-year-old can experience it. <laughs> <laughs> and it, for my first thought was, what the hell do we do with a 17-year-old for four days? Yeah. But we, we've got a fun list of stuff for, for him to go see and do. Yeah, I've always said that Vegas can be kid-friendly. The problem is, is the people that we see with kids in strollers at 2 a.m. are not doing Vegas, you know, for kids. Right, exactly. Um, whereas with this, you know, he's, he's into food, you know, so we've got some of those places lined up and we're going to take him on a slotzilla he and, and I are actually and doing like a that. he and I are actually doing a cooking class together which he is super excited about I was surprised but he's yeah he's um recently started kind of working in restaurants and it's something he's interested in so we're going to Sir Latab and doing a cooking class yeah which makes me all happy. That is very cool. What a fun, what a fun bunch of things to do with them. Because initially, like what rattled through my head was Slotzilla, uh, yeah. that new place that's opened up, um, that's got a whole bunch of things in it. It's it's kind of, it's just off the strip. Mark, you pointed oh, it out 15. to my wife and I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then to do something more real, like going and taking a cooking class how fun he's going to be in for a world of yeah. of, of enjoyment that's that's kick-ass and of course Very like fun. the the pinball hall of fame i think is something we've talked about oh i didn't even think into. about that um the the, the one that i <laughs> i needed to make sure uh mark checked with his sister uh before we booked this is uh so yeah we're doing slotzilla i think slotzilla right we're not, yeah we're doing slotzilla yeah. not the not the link zip line um but he wants to jump off the stratosphere so oh, wow. we're going to go do that too. <laughs> but I just needed to make sure that number one, he didn't need a like actual parent or guardian to sign off on it. But I guess we are guardians while he's here. And, and his sister said, yeah, if he wants to, that's fine. But wow. Yeah. I know. Wow. right? Good for him. Good for <laughs> him. Uh, uh, oh, to be young and dumb again, to think yeah. it's a smart idea to jump off a perfectly good building. Well, we're, we're doing it with him. <laughs> so, so yeah, along, uh, yeah. God, but here's to. the best part. We're old. At this point, if we die, we had a good life. It's fine. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He's got his whole life in front of him yet. He's doing jumping off a building, dude. I'm hoping to, <laughs> hoping to wet the Vegas appetite for him. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you will. Nice. Very fun. So well, we, let's get into the show. Well, He's before Martin. we do, before oh. we do that, we've got to talk. Yeah. Uh, we are less than 
20 days from Vegas Vacation 10. And um, one thing that we need to... We, we always throw this caveat out there every time we do a Vegas vacation is that any venue is subject to change at the last minute. One that we're concerned about right off the bat is the meet and greet at Vegas Vicky's because it's only so large. And if it happens to be busy during that time, um, we may have to, uh, to relocate. So just pay attention to social media, you know, those of you attending that. Um, we'll do our best to corral everybody up and relocate if we need to. We've got some ideas as to as to what we'll do, but we'll see. It's just I wanted to make sure that we threw that caveat out there to people that, hey, keep an eye on social media because uh, we, to be fair, we didn't expect this many people right. for, for this. Uh, That's the, the bigger issue. I mean, Vegas yeah. Vicky's is a great spot and it's got plenty of room. It's just... Um, yeah, we weren't expecting... Not after the pandemic. I mean, although we should have because we keep talking about all the pent-up demand and um, it, it's clearly pent-up for Vegas vacation. <laughs> I, I can't say that I'm surprised. If you're going to make a trip out to uh, Vegas, you might as well do it during Vegas vacation. Right. Matter of fact, what's super cool is all of our friends that are currently in uh, Vegas now, I'm thinking, like I'm talking to you, uh, Mississippi Rob, I'm talking to... Uh, two-way hard eight mm-hmm. i think is is out there right now and they're all posting can't wait to be back again in two more weeks i know it's, it's awesome just, <laughs> it's very cool it's very cool i'm looking forward to getting to see everybody yeah. um okay well now we'll start the show he's mark she's karen i'm tony and as always we start with random vegas june 27 2002 on the eve of a concert tour by the who bassist guitarist john entwistle is found dead in his hotel room at the hard rock today known as virgin the coroner determined that Entwistle died of a heart attack caused by cocaine use. We got that from the L.A. Times. Oh, John. That's that's depressing. Yeah. I, Random I, Vegas fact. Yeah. What? yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> tis what tis. <laughs> Twit Pick of the Week is up next. Inspiring. Every time I see a shot of the mint in all her swooping neon glory. It's the animation that does it. Taking something as common and as simple as a single light bulb. Now multiply that by a thousand or thousands, and with some careful choreography, you've now brought it to life with animation. Even though we lost the mint signage, we're fortunate that this animation is a common lighting trick deployed on Fremont Street to this day. Thanks for the reminder, at loss underscore when. I wasn't surprised this was your twit peak. You've, you've got such an affinity for the mint. Um, the, the one thing that always kills me about the mint, though, is it it's pink and whenever i think of mint i think green right <laughs> whether it's you know mint flavored ice cream or like a mint that creates money that is a really good point i wonder why they came up with the mint and then their color doesn't doesn't support it i don't know that's always bugged me i mean i love that i love the, you know the swoosh and and the way that they use the lights and everything everything to your point but for me it's just why is it pink <laughs> I, I love it. Um, <clears throat> as I'm looking at the picture right now, it says Dell Webb's Mint. And because I just happened to have caught uh, Casino, the movie Casino, on, um, I think, VH1 maybe. It doesn't matter. what. But it was – my wife made a really astute observation. She said, uh, you know, this movie kind of loses something when it's edited the way it is. You know, because <laughs> they're, they're either muting <clears> – <throat> excuse me. They're either muting the word fuck or – or they're putting other like voiceovers right. in. <laughs> <laughs> you dumb son of a poker player, you know. <laughs> like, it just doesn't work. <laughs> but one of the characters um, in the in the uh, uh, movie, his name is Pat Webb, spelled the same way as Del Webb. So I bet you this was my guess. A, a little bit of a tip of the hat 
to some of the the, the Vegas folk. That's a good point. Hmm. Just random bit of trivia, but yeah, it's a it's a beautiful picture. I get why you would why you would pick this. It's too bad that they don't have it still. And and to the best of my knowledge, correct me if I'm wrong, kids. This we can't find any of it at the uh, Neon Museum. No, it was destroyed. Yeah. Okay, that's too bad. All right. Well, as always, <laughs> we will. <link. laughs> that was a rough transition. That was a very pregnant pause there, yes. Tony. It's like his sadness just overwhelmed him for it a moment, for and a he needed to go. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> as always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. All right, so first story, I can really get behind this. This is ingenious, and this is using technology beautifully. Tell us about the MGM Resort's poolside mobile ordering. MGM announced this week that they are now offering Vegas' first poolside mobile ordering with in-seat food and beverage delivery. Each chair is assigned a unique QR code that, once scanned, opens a mobile ordering platform. At checkout, guests will enter their seat number, name, and payment information. When the order is ready, it will be delivered directly to that seat number. The platform is already available at most MGM properties, but will be available at all starting June 1st. So, uh, all now. (laughs) (laughs) We we took a couple weeks off, so some of these stories are a little bit dated. Right. Traditional ordering will still be available, uh, will still be an available option to pool guests. Yeah, I agree with you, Tony. I, I, I love this. I don't, since I don't go to pools, this really means nothing to me, but I have to imagine for (laughs) folks like you guys who really do enjoy spending time uh, out at the pools, I I would imagine this has got to be a game changer for you. I mean, it's certainly going to perhaps cause you to order a bit more than you might otherwise since you right? can That's the Eureka That's the dangerous part of it. Yeah, I think yeah. is if it's so easy to just do it from your phone instead of having to wait for the waitress to walk around or, you know, getting up off your ass and going to the bar to get right. whatever you want. Um, yeah, that there is a, a danger factor to it, but mm. I, I agree. It's a great way to, to use technology. And I, I mean, even I think Cromwell was the first one that allowed you to order food, like while you're sitting at the bar, right? Um, which I always thought was cool. I've never, I've never done it. I've never used it, but um, I just, I think it's cool. Yeah, that's great. Something else that's pretty cool. Oh, I'm so on the fence about uh, whether I'm going to be able to make it to this or not. Talk to us about the Whiskey X at Cosmopolitan. Yeah, Whiskey X is an event featuring more than 60 whiskeys from around the world, and it will be held at Cosmopolitan's Boulevard Pool Saturday, October 23rd. In addition, there will be live performances by St. Paul and the Broken Bones, Fitz and the Tantrums, as well as a live recording of the Adam Carolla podcast. The event will feature multiple small plates from restaurants at the property, including Momofuku, Bang Bar, Haleo, Lardo, Holsteins, and Hattie B's. The event starts at 7 p.m., and tickets are on sale now for $75. If it was bourbon, I'd be all over it, but whiskey, uh, I, I have uh, I, uh, an infant palate for Mm, I respect that. <laughs> well, and if it if it was wine or something, I'd be all over this. I am not like to to do whiskey or bourbon like straight little samples is not it, it'd be wasted on me. Although the the food aspect of it has me very interested, <laughs> but not for seventy five dollars. I don't think. 
you know, I think that I agree. I mean, I get where both of you guys are coming from. I think it's the whiskey and these small plates of places that that otherwise would take you forever to be able to 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 get through. So and and because, you know, I haven't eaten at really hardly any uh, cosmopolitan restaurants. It's a great way to be able to eat all of their or almost all of their places. Yeah. A good, a good selection of them, yeah, right, definitely, right. and and I think the ones that they've got are are better and more um, lean themselves more towards a small plate. Mm-hmm. Like if they had Scarpetta, which is the Italian restaurant, it's kind of hard to do pasta on a small plate. But um, <laughs> sure. you know, Lardo does sandwiches. Bang Bar has the the meat on a stick, which is delicious. Like they're just designed, I think, better. Like their food is better to be delivered that way. So yeah, I do think it's a great way to to try stuff from a lot of different places in a short amount of time. Plus, you know, I think it's great that they're offering food to offset the mm. the impact of the no alcohol. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, the, the, the different uh, bourbon tastings that I have been to in the past uh, in, in other places, uh, it's almost... Um, well, how do I want to phrase it? All, all you can drink. Like there's, it's, it's not like you get a punch card and once you go to, and I'm making this up on the fly, but once you go to say the Woodford reserve, uh, mm-hmm. right. booth, they punch your card and you can't go back. Right. I mean, you can, mm-hmm. you can drink as much as you want at any of them. So <clears throat> having food is a very wise idea. <laughs> <laughs> but the only danger is it doesn't start till 7 PM. So you're really going to oh, have God. to yeah. right. pace yourself during the course of the day. Otherwise you're going to show up. Be just, in trouble quick. Whew, yeah. Uh-huh. Next up, Cirque Demand. CNBC is reporting that Cirque du Soleil tickets for Mystere and O in Vegas are showing double-digit demand increases above pre-pandemic levels. Now, to be fair, people only have two options to choose from starting June 28th. There's still no word when Ka, MJ1, or The Beatles' Love will return to performing. MGM has just been really slow in announcing any of their acts and, and stuff to reopen back up versus the other properties. So that's just, I don't know. Yeah, I'm hoping there's going to be a windfall at some point, but I agree. I feel like they're 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 taking too much time. And, I mean, why Mystere, I guess? Mm. Like, is that one of them? I mean, oh, I get, I mean, it wasn't our favorite show, but it, it's obviously one of the higher attended shows, so right, I, I get right. why they're doing that one. But I don't know why Mystere. I would think that love Maybe it's or easier. Ca- that could be. Well, O definitely isn't easy. That's probably well, right. one of the most o, o seems ones. like yeah, they don't they like they had to they had to make a decision. They had to get the their, big boy in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now, cannabis lounges have been approved. Nevada state legislature passed a bill that allows two types of cannabis lounges to open in Nevada. One type allows existing dispensaries to add a space for a lounge and the other permits independent businesses to build consumption lounges with single-use cannabis products for sale. Starting July 1st, dispensaries can start the application process to open a consumption lounge. Since the 2017 legalization of recreational marijuana, it has been legal for tourists to purchase but illegal to consume at any place, which in turn has put the police in an uncomfortable position of simply not enforcing the consumption laws. The first lounge could open as early as late 2021. This is, we've talked about this forever. This is, this is a no-brainer. Yeah, I just wonder which um, which strip property is going to be the first one to open their own lounge. Open their own lounge. That'll be interesting. And then how... Planet 13 is going to be a big draw. Oh, yeah. It's going to be gigantic. Yeah. Um, but it, it would... So let, let's just say MGM opens the first one at MGM Grand. Do they then start enforcing more the 
know if you're going to consume it. You have to be in the lounge. You can't. That's a good question. I wonder if they if they won't be more like Amsterdam, where it's just kind of like, hey, 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 you should be over there. I wonder because I mean, right now it's it's crazy. I mean, you right just now see it's people. Just, it's free for all. Yeah, free I mean, they just they're just walking down the the street smoking a joint or a big old blunt or something. I mean, it's not they're not even vaping. They're just right. It, it's it's so crazy to me. But yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that you know the casino and and actually, I bet you they can't. You know why? Why? Because um, cannabis is still illegal federally, and. Isn't there some gaming regulation no. that they could get in trouble with? No. No? Okay. Well, then. I was wrong. <laughs> I, I actually am in uh, Karen's corner on this one. I, I don't believe that the casinos will uh, will do it. I think that while it's still illegal federally, um, I don't know why the casinos would want to take that chance uh, that the, the that the feds could choose to crack down on them. Their gaming licenses, you know, literally a license to print money. So, okay, not literally, but, but those figuratively a license to print money. It just doesn't make, I, I don't know why they would chance that. So that's just my, just my two cents. And finally, dog friendly Encore. Encore is now dog friendly for up to two dogs, each weighing 35 pounds or less. More than just allowing the animals to stay on property, they offer experiences such as a complimentary doggy bag upon arrival with a toy, a Win Encore logo bandana, an all-natural treat, and dog waste bags. Also available is a doggy uh, dining menu for room service and the ability to arrange scheduled walks or sitting services. Information regarding nightly rates, fees, and additional amenities, and more is available via link on the blog. Sorry, Asgard. They're still d- discriminating against dogs. I know, right? <laughs> you can't even add those. Two no, dogs you can't even together. add the weights together <laughs> to get even close to where he's at. So, yeah. I mean, this is cool. I, I love you know that. I like that Encore did it like this. Yeah, and the fact they've got sitting services and stuff like that. My only thing, and I've always wondered this, and maybe it's because I've never seen them. But like, where are the pet walking areas in the casinos? So, I mean, not I've, in the casinos. They're outside. Where? They must be so well hidden that I don't. I wouldn't even know where to go begin to look for one. Don't you remember? Like a couple years ago, I I did a whole uh, where all the yeah. I remember you did that. I didn't go with you, so I still don't know where any of these right. are. <laughs> it just seems to me like you know, when the dogs got to go, the dogs got to go, and then getting them out of the room and down the elevator and through the casino and try to find whatever door this is, that that seems like you're you're risking a ton there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, by the way, a quick Google search here is telling me that it is not legal to consume marijuana in public uh, in Nevada. Under Correct. the law, you may smoke marijuana uh, on private property, right. which in the spirit of the law is meant uh, to be your own home or other private residence with permission. So my guess would be this uh, this um, lounge is probably a carve-out yes, within we, we the otherwise. All this. Yeah. But, well, but so that's why I'm saying you're not going to see people smoking Oh, but you're built. You're still talking about building the the lounge as a part of the casino. Right. I get it. I get it. Well, okay. no, I mean that's the, to Mark's hmm. point. Like what he said in the story. Technically, while visitors are allowed to smoke it, they're not allowed to consume it. They're anywhere. not allowed. I mean, yeah, they're they're allowed to buy it. They're not technically allowed to consume it anywhere because the you know you can't go to unless you have a friend that lives here that's going to let you come over to their house and consume it there. Right. That's legal, but it's illegal for you to consume it on private property that isn't your own of which or in public. Right. 
So that's that's been the catch, and that's why, to Mark's point, the cops have just been ignoring it. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. All Pay right, attention, right. Tony. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. I got it. Prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news with, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. God, I'm a little rusty this week. I take two weeks off, and all of a sudden, I right. forget how to the basics. read from a script. Yeah. <laughs> First up, Las Vegas lawmakers have announced that the city will return to 100% occupancy and be maskless without social distancing on June 1st. As a reminder, any business has the right to request masks be worn on private property. So far, all they're doing is they're just updating their signage to say, if you've been vaccinated, a mask is optional or something like that. Right. And then I think Cosmo, I saw they had a sign that said, um, by not wearing a mask, you are certifying that you are fully vaccinated. Right, right. Which I think is kind of how they're getting around that. I think that's clever. That loophole of, you know, who... It, but I'll tell you what, it is so weird. And I I still haven't... I've walked through a casino without a mask on. I went through a grocery store the other day. It was weird. That I haven't done. Yeah. I mean, it's just... it it It's been so ingrained. It's been almost a year and a half that we've had to do this. Right. And then now all of a sudden you're just sort of like... And then... You know, in my head, which this is so stupid, but I'm kind of looking at some of the people going, I don't think you're vaccinated. I think you're just an anti-masker. <laughs> which is, you don't look like you're vaccinated. You don't, you don't look like you buy into the whole vaccine thing. I don't right. buy it. it That's just, funny. Yeah, I mean, which is completely stupid and irrational, but it, I don't know. It just, it's right there in my head. And still, I think it's weird with things at 100% capacity to be now so close to people right. not wearing masks. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I'm happy that we're back there, but um, it's it's very unusual. Yep. Okay, I'm sorry. My the laptop or the iPad locked up. This week, MGM. Hmm. This week, MGM Resorts announced that vaccinated employees no longer have to wear a mask. Vital Vegas reports that unvaccinated casino employees are threatening lawsuits because they have to wear masks while vaccinated employees don't calling it discrimination. It's <laughs> just so dumb to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, nothing surprises me at this point. Yeah. Mince Neal's restaurant and bar at Circus Circus are now closed. Plans are for a new restaurant concept. However, no details were disclosed. I, I feel like Circus Circus just got cleaner. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow less sticky. <laughs> The Midway at Circus Circus currently closes at 11.30 p.m. midweek and is open until midnight on weekends. Um, uh, that's 9.30. That's 9.30, Tony. What'd I say? 11.30. 11.30. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even listen to myself when I talk. <laughs> Fine. The Midway at Circus Circus currently closes at 9.30 <laughs> midweek, but is open until midnight on weekends. <laughs> Good Lord. And you don't even sound like you're intoxicated. You no, just really are I'm, rusty. This is just, this is what happens when I do the podcast sober. All right. <laughs> this is what sober, Tony. You need that little bit of liquid lubrication just to help things right. run smoothly. Liquid exactly. lubrication. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Bacchanal Buffet reopened at Caesars Palace with new hours of operation Thursday through Monday, 4 to 10 p.m. Cost is $65 on Thursday and Monday, 70 on Friday to Sunday. 
Las Vegas Locally reports that MGM Grand has reopened their buffet. May the parade of regretted decisions resume. (laughs) (laughs) That, I think, is the only buffet we've ever ate at that I I was, like, sick afterwards. Yeah, we were both sick afterwards. So that's not high on my list to go back and try again. uh Respect that. Uh, Due to high demand, both Carrie Underwood and Celine Dion announced additional shows to their residencies at Resorts World. Dion's new dates are for January 19th through February 5th, and Underwood's uh, dates are March 23rd through April 2nd. Menopause the Musical is returning to its residency at Harris on July 22nd. This is the 16th year on the Strip, making it the longest-running musical in Vegas. Hmm. Vegas is reporting that the Kino Lounge at Four Queens is closing at the end of May, or so it is closed now. Plans uh, for the space were not revealed. Taking a page from the one card, the Players Club for Circa, Golden Gate, in the D, you can now redeem your Plaza Players Club points at three downtown eateries. They are Latai, You Are My Sushi, and Carson Kitchen. I love that they're doing this. Yeah, I think it's a it's it's a cool thing for them to to better integrate with downtown as an entire entity instead of just uh, the Fremont casinos. Yeah. Axe Hole at Neonopolis now has a smash room. Oh, shit. I didn't think about this. Maybe, maybe I should bring the kid to this. Oh, yeah. He'd probably have a good time there. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's a teenage boy. I'm sure he'd love to got throw angst. knives and break shit. Right. <laughs> For those unfamiliar, a smash room is a room in which you can smash all the contents in a safely controlled environment. So picture the movie office space when they trash the the printer. Copier, Copier right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fax machine, whatever the hell it was. Except yeah. you're now wearing paintball gear. Right, exactly. <laughs> and a helmet to prevent all of that in a, in a, in a little caged-in room. But yes. Vital Vegas reports that work has already begun on the next phase of Elon Musk's boring Vegas loop. That's so funny. Every time it sounds, it sounds wrong. Tunneling to Resorts World is expected to start soon. Yeah, I listened to um, to Scott's podcast that, that just posted last week, and he said something along the lines of they're able to dig one mile a week, I think he said. Wow. Just unbelievable how, how fast they're being able to, to yeah. get this put together. Yeah. Shania Twain and Gwen Stefani announced a return to their residencies at Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood. Gwen resumes in October, Shania in December. Tickets are on sale now. Pay parking resumes at Cosmopolitan or resumed at Cosmopolitan on June 1st. I still think if, my guess is if it's like before, if you've got a certain level of status, it's free. Yeah. Speaking of the Pinball Hall of Fame on the Strip, it got vegas up, or at least its signage did, with the letters outlined now in neon. The Hall of Fame is currently in soft opening with a grand opening planned for July 1st. So fun. I, I want to put that on the to-do again. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that, uh, now that I've got that on the, on the kids' to-do list. <laughs> a preview on the planned renovations to the rooms at Wynn are now on display at the Wynn Home Store in Wynn Plaza. Vital Vegas reports that renovations are slated for 2022. Bobby Flay opened his newest restaurant in Vegas in the space formerly home to his oldest Vegas restaurant, Mesa Girl at Caesars Palace. It's called Amalfi, and it's an Italian fare inspired by his travels to southern Italy. Any interest? Nope. Really? No. Really? Nope. You have such a weird... I do. I, I, we've talked about it. I do. But the other thing for me is he and is... And yet you still, you're like, you don't have an issue with Gordon Ramsay. 
Not anymore. <laughs> well, I've seen, honestly, I've seen Gordon Ramsay do more nice, kind things for people. Like I said, watching him on MasterChef Junior with the kids, he's just brilliant. Um, I haven't seen Bobby Flay do anything nice. <laughs> I've only seen Bobby Flay do stuff that gives Bobby Flay more attention. Yeah. So, and plus he is not known as an Italian chef. Like it, it's actually a running joke that he's no good at making pasta and doing this kind of stuff. So the fact that he's opening an Italian restaurant, I'm just well, like, it's what the seafood hell? heavy. No, but it's still Italian with pasta. And right. Like right. That. But it's, it's, it's seafood. Yeah, heavy. I, I just, no, no interest. Um, I, you know, I, I, I agree with you, Karen. It's a little weird that he would go from what was truly his, his brand and his right. identity, that yep, being Southwest mm-hmm. fair, to go into something that I completely agree with you is not at all in his wheelhouse. Right. Um, I just have to suspect that perhaps Mesa Grill was was tired and he was looking to do something different. Uh, my wife and I are still looking forward to giving it a try. We ate it as Mesa Grill. We weren't terribly impressed with it. We yeah. thought that the, the food relied a little bit too heavily on the Southwest flavorings. Um, so everything tasted the same. Yeah. Um, so we're so we're we're gonna give it a try. We'll we'll. I mean, if you we guys, like them, if so you guys are going, I'm more than happy to to go with you to give it a try. I don't think I can get Mark to go. No. Um, but you know, yeah. If you guys are going, if you don't mind again me playing third wheel and tagging along, I mean, I'll give it a Never. try. Never mind. Did you guys see, by the way, uh, since we last chatted, that my uh, my boyfriend Guy Fieri inked a. 880 $80 million dollar contract for uh, two of his shows on Food Network. Yep. Oh. Saw that. $80 million. Good, good, good for, for him. him. Good yeah. for him. Good be able to him. afford lots more bleach for that facial hair. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. actually somebody. Oh, I forget who it was. Somebody um, tagged me in on Twitter on that announcement. And I forget. But basically my response to him is like, look, good for him. I'm like, but he bleaches his facial hair. I just can't. Yeah. And, and not even all of it. One little stripe down the middle. Right. Yeah. He skunked himself. He did. Yeah. He totally yes. did. Yes, he has. It's awesome. Good, good line. It's <laughs> astute. Sources close to the Oakland A's floated a $1 billion price tag for the new Major League Baseball stadium that would be funded by a combination of private and public funding should the team decide to relocate to Vegas. It's being reported that Clark County has little desire to offer much, if any, public funds to the cause. Yeah, they better not after Allegiant Stadium. Well, Allegiant Stadium only had to, you know, get... It, they had trouble because of the pandemic. That's, oh, right. Yeah. Because, the, I mean, the public money where it was coming from was a room tax. Right. Which, you know, when you don't have people coming, they're not right, paying the exactly. tax and you don't have the funds. But, I mean, the city had to, had to bail out um, the bond payments right. on it. So... Yeah, I can see why they might be a little bit gun-shy right now, especially until the conventions are back and, and right. everything is back to full swing. Yeah. It seems like the city is a lot more geared up for NBA, though, than, than baseball. Well, yeah, I mean, NBA is easy. They've already got a, an arena that they can just move right into. You, right. You'd have to build a whole new baseball stadium, which right. is a little crazy. CDC Gaming is reporting that despite the huge success of the Bacchanal Buffet reopening at Caesars Palace... Caesars Entertainment only plans to reopen one or two more buffets at its Las Vegas properties. So now it makes me want to play the game. What are the one or two uh, buffets that are likely to open up? Good. That's a that's, that's a that fun a game. Good question for Caesars. I don't know. Yeah. I would guess um, the Spice Market Buffet at Planet Hollywood, just because I remember hearing great things about that. I don't know what the other one would be. Would it, would it be at Bally's? Like the whole Sterling Brunch thing? 
I don't think that's the same thing. I don't think that's a buffet. I think that Sterling brunch is just all you can eat. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We haven't, we've never done it, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if, if Scott's to be believed, he said that it was not Sterling brunch was not coming back. And that just seems so hard for me to believe if people are willing to spend $65 on the, on the low end for Bacchanal, um, and knowing that they have lobster and caviar and champagne at the Sterling brunch. I mean, I, I've never done it either, but man, Chris Moore just loves it. <laughs> yes, he does. He, he always wanted to go there and, and, and I don't blame him. He said, listen, you go in and you eat the shit out of the most expensive stuff. Like you can make it a loss leader. If you try hard <laughs> expensive items, maybe he's not the only um, one that figured that out. <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. Exactly. Right. So yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know where else that it would be. God willing. I hope they never reopen the, Flamingo oh, no. uh, buffet. No, and no. since they're selling off or have sold off or potentially spinning off Rio, I don't know whether they would o- reopen that or not. So it really doesn't. Or if that leave. would even that wouldn't even count as part of Caesars, right? Yeah, because they've already done that sale leaseback sort of thing, right. With it, yeah. so so new ownership would have to decide whether or not they want the uh, the Carnival buffet. Carnival buffet, right? That's what it's called. They did say that they were going to reinvest in that property and go more for the theme that that it was originally. Uh, designed right. as so hopefully even the sky or the, the show in the sky comes back oh that carnival in the sky, yeah, in the sky yeah that would be yeah. fun but yeah other than that i mean they did say one or two others so i mean one i do think planet hollywood probably makes mm. the most sense i would think right um right. well you know if they did um if they did whatever the the harris buffet is flavors. then you really would have flavor that's a, a great memory you would have three <laughs> very clear and distinct demographics that you're targeting hmm. based on price point that's a good point and well so, spread out we'll see. interesting right yeah. right g2e the global gaming expo announced that they will be returning to vegas this year october 4th through the 7th at the sands expo center g2e is a trade show that showcases the newest slot machines table games game management systems and other gaming and hospitality related products it's funny tony i was telling karen i i had a, a real desire to go back to g2e again but it, it ruined slots for me for so long that mm. just recently you helped to reintroduce my interest in playing slots and i'm like maybe i won't go back <laughs> I, I get it. I can appreciate it. You know, but on the uh, because here's the deal. I only play the slot machines. Quite frankly, I should be going to G2E. I would save thousands of <laughs> right. dollars a year because I'm only ever playing these slots because I want to get to pl- experience each of the bonus rounds. Right. So if every spin or every other spin is putting you into, you know, a different bonus round and you can experience all of them for free. Um, yeah, it, it, it eliminates the, well, and you that's where they're kind of, they're, you don't even have somewhat. to spin. Uh, you literally, cause they've got the attendance there by the game. So you walk up and say, Hey, let me see the, the bonus game on this. Yeah. And they just, you know, touch the screen, push the button and you're right there in the, in the oh, bonus. Right. It's crazy. Um, yep. That would, they would lose money on me if I ever went out there. <laughs> good, for, good for now. Thanks. Plaza announced plans to have three nights of fireworks to celebrate the 4th of July, starting July 2nd. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, I, more right, fireworks, I guess. Well, they, they also announced, I think I saw it on the news today, that, like, citywide, like, 4th of July is planning on being like the Vegas is back launch party. And so they're yeah. actually doing fireworks from the top of stratosphere. They've got like, I think three well, or four different do. locations, but yeah, they're all coordinating them right. together so that they basically brought in the group that normally did the new year's Eve fireworks and they're coordinating 
you know, this massive right. display across the city. Yeah. Do you guys, would you guys have any interest in ever no. going and, and checking them out? Uh-uh. I, I don't blame you. No, it's, it's, it just gets too crowded. I just feel like, like once you've seen fireworks, like it's like, yeah, I've seen it again and I don't really care to. Well, and quite frankly, there's, the there's some spots not too far from where we live that if we really wanted to go, if we wanted to see them, just drive out there, park the car, and you can see across the whole valley. Right. So you can actually see the fireworks That's going off everywhere. We can everywhere. Just go to the parking garage at, at, Red uh, Rock. at Red Rock. Yeah. So, I mean, if we were going to go out to see the fireworks, that's more the, the route that I would choose to go do it. Yeah. Smart. I get it. Restaurant Week is June 7th through the 18th this year, featuring events at venues such as Best Friend at Park MGM, China Poblano at Cosmopolitan, and Delmonico Steakhouse at Venetian, just to name a few. For a full list with details, check out restaurantweeklv.org. I'm so excited. Yeah, I knew you would be. <laughs> now, there, I will say there's um, the restaurant offerings are very like casino and strip centered this year versus years prior. I think a lot more of the local spots jumped in. There are a few local spots, but not as many. But there's yeah. still some really good deals. And I think I've already got one, two, three, four, five, six scheduled. So. I got to see how many more like lunches I can squeeze in there mm-hmm. and stuff. Posh Burger, a new fast casual restaurant created by MGM Resorts, is opening at Aria on June 11th in the space formerly home to the Burger Lounge. Menu highlights include burgers made with Wagyu beef. Hours of operation are Sunday through Thursday, 9 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday till 3 a.m. Originally planned to open in 2020, Eater Vegas reports that Delilah Supper Club at Wynn is now preparing for their grand opening July 14th in the space formerly home to the restaurant Alex. The space is Art Deco inspired, features servers in white jacket tuxedos and flapper dresses while a band plays on stage to set the mood. However, the menu has yet to be revealed. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, that's kind of, yeah, yeah. I'd- if it ever worked out that I was in Vegas when this was going on and I was staying at Wynn, I would probably do this. <laughs> I'm just, I'm interested to see what, what the menu is because, it, yeah. well, up until recently, there were two supper clubs in Vegas. You know, one was Rose Rabbit Lie and the other is Wayfair, or Mayfair, excuse me, at um, um, Bellagio. Bellagio. But their menus are so dramatically different. Like, Rose Rabbit Lie was a much more adventurous, creative take on a, the supper club menu versus Mayfair is very traditional. So just with Wynn, it's going to be interesting to see which way they go with it. The Nevada legislature passed the right to return bill, giving laid off workers as a result of the pandemic a chance to get their jobs back. Currently, only 50% of the 98% that got laid off have returned to work. I really huh. hope that this this helps to, to take care of that because that's, that's silly to me. Uh, you're going to be at 100% capacity. Why aren't you at 100% staffing? Well, and that's the weird thing that's kind of going on right now because you still hear about the number of, of like folks in the service industries that aren't back to work. But the demand is there in the restaurants right. and bars. I mean, it's so obvious that so many of them are understaffed. It's like... Why can't you get these people back in? Or what are you waiting for? The overwhelming um, consensus is that everybody's understaffed right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, they are. Um, and this, I was reading a little bit about the details in this bill, and it's kind of interesting because um, their former employer has to offer them it's like a at similar least, job. Right, a similar job, yeah. but they, they have to make at least three offers. Right. 
if they if the employee decides not to take any of them, then the employer's off the hook. Right. So oh, I yeah. Think it's fair. Well, yeah. I mean, if you need a job and they've offered you something similar yeah. to what you yeah. had before, right. plus two others, and you turn them all down, right? All right, somebody's ego got a little big during the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, how do you say this, Alaya? That's my guess. Alaya Beach Club at Virgin will officially open its doors as part of the property's grand opening weekend, June tenth. Day show legend Matt King is relocating to Excalibur after 22 <gasps> years at Harrah's. His new residency starts June 22nd. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. What kind of like like semi-trailer did they back up to his house filled with cash that made him jump from Harrah's? Well, he to didn't off. jump from Harrah's. Harrah's uh, uh, cut him off. Harrah uh, said that they're not bringing him back. So Excalibur yeah. was like, okay, we'll take you. Oh, wow. Good for them, because I, I mean, granted, it's been, oh, 15 years, 14 years since I've seen a show, but it was, it was wonderful. It was, it was a I've really heard nothing great but good time. Things. Yeah, we've never seen yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Super, super funny. Cool, funny magic. I, I, I dug them. I'd, I'd go back, quite frankly. Although, yeah. to Excalibur, and, that just seems. Yeah. The only reason it, I, I do, I, I agree, it is a bit of a step down to go from, at least in my mind, to go from Harris to, to Excalibur. I think the upside, though, is if Excalibur is going to be the family-friendly casino of the MGM family, um, Excalibur is a logical place because it's it's encouraged. Like He'll bring kids up on stage to be a part of his magic trick mm-hmm. or cool. tricks. Okay. That's so, cool, yeah. um, so it, it does make sense. It, it's, of all the places, it makes sense to have them at that location. So. I, they're billing him as the the castle has a new king. <laughs> oh, clever, <laughs> clever. That's a little dad jokey, but I <laughs> right I dig exactly. It. I dig it. And finally, Los uh, Vital Vegas reports that the Wind Buffet is returning to the property July first. That'll make some folks happy. Yeah. I, I frankly. I, thought it was a little strange when they got rid of it back in 2018 or 2019 i i've eaten there a couple of times remember they came came back for a while when when it was during the pandemic when people would serve you and it just failed yeah oh yeah yeah that was that's always a terrible idea that's not a buffet no no plus don't don't shame me i feel shamed shamed i tell you when i have to ask for the food let me just let me just pile my plate up nice and high as his right. uh cousin eddie says to clark he goes you know clark it's all you can eat we only need one plate so. <laughs> all right well listen that's gonna do it for news and prop bets let's move on to coming attractions attractions brought to you by vegas.com is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in vegas in the future first up is trevor noah he is performing at encore friday and saturday july 9th and 10th show starts at 8 p.m and tickets start at 73 dollars joe coy is performing at encore friday and saturday august 13th and 14th and again friday through sunday september 3rd through the 5th shows start at 8 p.m and tickets start at 65 dollars Dimitri Martin is performing at Encore Friday, July 16th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $65. Who? Dimitri Martin? Yeah. Oh, he's 
super funny. Yeah, he is funny. Mm, okay. He's super funny. Dig him. Uh, and frankly, uh, he's, I, I would, well, I've got another one coming up here in a minute, but I would, I would absolutely pay $65 um, to see Dimitri Martin. He just, he just really? cracks me yeah, up. I like good. his dry sense of humor. Right. Well, now I need to like, lines. you know, Google or YouTube some of his yeah, sticks or something yeah. after this to I see. Cause I've never heard of him. I think he's got a Netflix special. Yeah, he's funny. Uh, Shim Lim. Uh, I think, right? Is that yeah, LLM? Yep. Yeah, Shim Lim returns Shim to his residence to his residency at Mirage July 1st. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. and tickets start at 60 bucks. Justin Bieber is performing at T-Mobile Arena Sunday, February 20th, 2022. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $85. Billie Eilish is performing at the T-Mobile Arena Friday, April 1st, 2022. Show starts at 7.30. Tickets start at $41. So I got a funny story about this guy. Daniel Tosh is performing at Ka Theater at the MGM Grand Saturday, August 14th. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $101. Totally worth it. So yeah, he's, he's, he's hilarious, hilarious live. My wife and I had tickets to go see him. He was playing at the Fox Theater in Detroit in December. And the night that he that we had tickets to go see him, we got just a a terrible terrible blizzard we tried driving to detroit from the lansing area and i think we made it you know maybe 15 miles before we finally wow. just pulled the trigger wow, and said sucks. we we just this isn't worth our life to go see right. and i could not have been more disappointed i think this guy is funny as fuck yeah. and so yeah. between uh trevor noah at 73 i think joe coy uh yeah joe coy is a is a is a is a comic dimitri martin is a comic daniel tosh is is right up there so when i say i would spend money on him i literally mean that i have spent money on him haven't seen him but i've spent money on him christina aguilera featuring flo rida and dj mix Mixmaster mike will headline the grand reopening of the theater at virgin formerly known as the joint at hard rock thursday june 10th shows start at 8 p.m tickets start at 50 dollars I'm it's hoping, reopening. Yeah, I'm hoping we start to hear some more uh, some more acts being scheduled there because I'm still I feel like we're missing out on uh, on on a lot of touring bands that used to play at the, uh, the Pearl of Palms yeah. and uh, join at the Hard Rock. Adam Lambert is performing at the Venetian for five performances starting Friday, October 22nd through Saturday, October 30th. Show started 8 p.m. Tickets start at fifty two dollars. Alanis Morissette with Garbage and Liz Fair are performing at T-Mobile Arena Saturday, October 2nd. Show starts at 7 p.m. and tickets start at 50 bucks. And lastly, Death Cab for Cutie is performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan Wednesday, September 15th. Show start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $110. Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Let's check the river. All right. So first up, we've got a 360 FHE. 
This is our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share that experience with you. This week, uh, you went out and you explored Redwood. St- oh, this is so on my on my on my bucket list. This week, you <laughs> went out and explored Redwood. Can you tell Tony didn't read the script this week? Maybe that's why he's <laughs> tripping through the whole damn thing. Uh, you explored Redwood Steakhouse at California. Tell us about your firsthand experience. It was really good. I was really impressed yeah. with uh, with yeah. with. What are you What are you grinning about? I well, I, I don't know that I had the quite exact same. Yeah, but didn't take you get like it. crab legs? I did. No, no, no. So I, I did. So it. Um, and we have to thank uh, our you know dear friend Jim Jones and his wife and his mother who allowed us to tag along. That was awesome. Uh, on their vague. I that was so much love fun. His mom. I mean, I, I love his wife too. She's she's awesome. But his mom is. Was she eighty three? I don't know. And is just as feisty as could be. She was. Awesome! I loved. It. it was so much fun having dinner with them. Yeah. No, so I did. I got. Um, I actually got the king crab legs, uh, which were fantastic with the drawn drawn butter and all of that. I mean, it was delicious. And of course, they all came split, so they're super easy to eat. Oh, nice. Um, but then, I wasn't as impressed with the two sides that we ordered. So we ordered the whipped potatoes and we ordered the asparagus. Okay. Um, the asparagus was fine. I mean, it was cooked asparagus. There wasn't anything special about it. Um, but honestly, the potatoes didn't have any flavor. Mm. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, yeah. That's- so I don't know if there's a different potato dish that, you know, I would might steer you towards. I do remember the rolls were fantastic. Yeah, the rolls were good. I had the, the steak as normal, uh, petite filet, and I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, you really liked your steak. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Cool. So maybe stick with a steak and um, well, you said you liked the crab legs. I did like the, yeah, I did like the yeah. crab legs. That's true. Um, but yeah, no, it was, I mean, uh, for me, the company made the dinner. That was just so much yeah, fun. Yeah, that was such a blast. Wonderful. All right. Looks like we also have some uh, listener feedback. Karen, why don't you start uh, with our buddy from uh, Han? All right. We have a Twitter message from at uh, Han Chicago. He says, at 360 Vegas, what will this new era following the great consolidation be known as, I wonder? I welcome the competition along the strip. Hope this leads to downtown price pressures and faster innovation. Downward. Oh, right. Downward. Sorry. <laughs> downtown. downtown I, I was wondering that. I'm like, how is that going to affect this strip? But no, yeah. It leads to downward price pressures and faster innovation. Yeah. I, I um, One of the, the drawbacks of being a historian is that I, I don't have the, the... Like, I look upon what has happened and then can help you to to uh, uh, understand the history but not necessarily the crystal ball right exactly kind of thing. I mean if, Which, if I were to guess I would say that this uh, that the the Native American uh, infusion into the market is going to continue because now they've been in their local markets for as long as they can or not as long as they can for, for as long as they have right and now it's their opportunity to kind of dive into the big pool and I, I think it's going to be in I mean we've we've speculated on this before as far as like, you know, who's the next one to be sold and all that kind of stuff. And I think that, you know, having, if you've got the right owner, having differences in in ownership makes sense. I think you can see that with, um, Cosmo. Mm -hmm. I I think also their, their location helps tremendously, but then you've sort of also seen the flip side of that with Tropicana over the years that it just hasn't, the, the owners haven't given it enough love. Yeah, to I make blame it. Penn National for that because yeah. before before they took over, that place was really heating up. It was, and so I think the ownership makes it a huge difference. And you've got to, I think, the risk of um, getting away from an owner having multiple properties where you can play is that you kind of then have to dedicate your play at one particular place. And does that right. then offer a lack of variety that isn't as appealing to some people? So are they going to stick with? 
you know, the big two just because they've got more options right. on not only where to earn, but where to spend. It's good. It's good point. We'll see. All right. And next, uh, Karen, we have an email from our friend, Pat. Would you, uh, would you mind sharing that with us? Absolutely. So this email from Pat is titled Vegas weekend recap. Pat writes, hi friends. It is Tuesday and I am currently sitting at my desk reminiscing about my Vegas trip this past weekend. I'm from California and I drove into town on Friday evening don't hate me because I'm a Californian. I promise I'm not one of those annoying ones. And I have to say, overall, it was a great relaxing trip. My best friend and I visit about three to four times a year uh, pre-pandemic, with the last trip being in August of 2020. Since we are here so often, we don't really gamble. All we pretty much do is sit by the pool all day, go out to eat at a few of our favorite restaurants off the strip or favorite off the strip restaurants. I always make a point to drive because I love to explore the surrounding cities and neighborhoods and off strip properties. I have to say this last trip was a huge contrast to our previous trip as Vegas now looks so much alive and happy. Gone are the annoying scooters. <laughs> they're, they're still there. They're just definitely not as many as there were at one point in time. Right. We always look for something new to try. So this trip, we stopped by the new Pinball Hall of Fame slash museum, and my friend finally swallowed her fear of walking into Circus Circus. <laughs> Every trip, I would ask if she was willing to check it out, but she would say, no way in hell. But once inside, she thought it wasn't too bad. Still bad, though. It just needs rehab, and at the very least, a paint job outside. It led me into the rabbit hole of researching old photos of the property and brought many memories of visiting here as a kid in the 90s. The place was super busy, so you can't say it's a dying property. It's just in need of repair. Is the new owner willing? Probably not, unless there's a Walgreens in the plan. <laughs> That's a very apt take on it. The pinball place, I can't remember if it's a Hall of Fame or a museum since the exterior only says pinball, was so much fun. Definitely a place worth visiting. It's been a very long, I've been a very long time listener for many years, and this is the first time I've written. Thank you all for the time and energy y'all put into the podcast. Listening to every episode is like taking a quick trip to Vegas. All the best, Pat. Thanks, Pat. Thank you, Pat. Nice. That was awesome. Nice. You and know, I, I got to say, I, I, Pat, I'm on your side, buddy. I don't think that Circus Circus is as bad as it gets, you know, portrayed, but, but gone is Imperial Palace. So we need, you know, and I don't know if in 2021, I can say this anymore. We need a new uh, whipping post. And I think Circus <laughs> Circus is that thing that we're going to, to, to whip. It's, it's not that bad. I, yeah. I wouldn't stay there. I mean, I, I, will, <laughs> I will probably at some point spend one night there. Um, just to say that I've stayed at, at Circus Circus, but it'll, it'll be a, it'll be a while and hopefully they'll build something or renovate before I do. But, um, listen, it's, it's, I think it's fine. I don't, my wife has the exact same um, vitriol for it, and she's never been in it. And and so I don't understand why people are, are so just adamantly opposed to even walking inside it to check it out. Um, I think it doesn't help that it's out on an island out there. Yeah. I mean, the oh, location sure. doesn't make it a convenient place to just wander in and, oh, let's just walk down to Circus Circus and check it out. Right. Only if you're uh, either at... Sahara, and even then, it's a bit of a a bit of a walk. But you know, I really like to do slots of fun, kind of walk around there. It's it's pretty sad, and you know, it kind of makes me feel good about my own life. Doesn't, when I walk through doesn't there. feel like, like fun hey, anymore. I'm, for once, I'm not the ugliest person in the casino. <laughs> Jesus, Tony. 
so I go into slots of fun, go into circus circus. It's, it's, it's a fine enough place. Quite frankly, I, you know, with the exception of the children, I really think the midway is a lot of fun. I actually enjoyed playing some of the games at the midway that I used to play as a kid. So I, I think it's worth doing, but, uh, good for finally talking your friend into, uh, at least, you know, swallowing her pride and walking through there and, 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 deal, and, and checking it out. Yeah. I think we still got, um, we're hoping to try the steakhouse out there pretty soon. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, yes. we'll see how that goes, but, um, yeah, it's, I, I, I will never stay there until, um, like you said, there's some kind of renovation or something done to it. Again, mostly due to a friend of ours sharing his discovery, uh, in the drawer of his room. And when he stayed there, um, makes me go, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. Thanks. Oh, I get it. All right. Well, I guess that's going to do it then for episode number 365. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360 shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send us some feedback, much like our buddies uh, Han and Pat did, please do so either uh, in writing or audio. And you can send that to 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360VegasTony. Karen. I am at 360VegasKaren. He just told you where you can find me. So until next time. (laughs) 